And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. You Hell a legend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you a legend. Y'all guys are legends, man. I've been covering the Warriors since 04, and you literally top five, the biggest Warrior killer of all time. <laughs> I, I, see that, I, I see that all the time on my Twitter, man. Every time we're about to play the Warriors or after the game, someone right. always tweets that. In the Oakland, yeah. you either Facts, hate it man. or you beloved. One of the two. They both be like, yo, this dude is nice, or we can't stand this cat, man. That's the only way you know you're doing something right, man. Right, right. Love you or hate you. Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. And it's another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic MBA Show. David Aldrich here in D.C., in Oakland, Marcus Thompson. Marcus, what's up? What's good, DA? I, I would say award winner, but... Hey, man, don't get me started, man. Don't be <laughs> handing me awards because, you know, suddenly y'all recognize black people. But I, I, I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to do that today. All I'm saying is I've been here. I've been in these streets. You've been you here for a Well, I've been here for 38 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me not be ungrateful. I'm sorry. Like, you know, you know I don't want to be ungrateful, but we know what's happening. <laughs> man, let's get to our guest real quick. Matt, you know what he said this I, I was I was watching one of your YouTube videos will will Barton from the Denver Nuggets y'all what's up man what's good man you you said I've been doing this for 10 years and I was like no ain't no way we'll been in the league for 10 years I'm like damn you got you got to think David you've been doing it a long time so you know I, I I'm I'm up there now I know you see him come I and guess go so. you just seen him come yeah. and go but I've been here for a while now you the crafty you, veteran now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's it feel to be an old head in the league? Because you know the league is super young. So 10 years is like you a senior citizen. You get like discounted IHOP. You know the crazy thing is when I first came to the league, it was, the teams were still based like that. You still had, the you know, the old heads, the veterans. And they kind of like, I want to say at that time when I first came in, was still majority of the team. They were yeah. still majority of the team. So to see how the lead is now, when majority of the team is young, it's crazy to me because they've been calling me an old head since I was 28. And I'm looking at them like, when I first, when I first came to the league, 28 was like your prime. <laughs> right, right, sure. 28 now was your prime. Like, oh, facts, yeah, that's definitely prime. 28, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's, Damn. it's crazy. How does that – man, that's got to completely flip the locker room dynamic on his head, though, because, like, you, I know it used to be you go to the old heads for the wisdom, for the – for the knowledge, how do I survive in this league? How do I make it? And what do you do when there's nine kids younger than you in the locker room now? Like I said, it's, it's just a, it's, it's unique. It's a little different for me because, you know, I'm still one of the main guys on the team. You know, I'm still I'm yeah. starting. I still play a major role. So it's hard to, like, always give advice, you know, and be, you know, counting on it as a, as a player. Yeah. Like, when I came to the league, the, the guys I went to for advice like that, they kind of already accepted their role. They weren't playing no more. They were 15, 14 years in, and, you know, they weren't playing. Earl Watson, uh, Jared Jeffries, 
I had got, I had right. bets like that, that, you know, they were kind of just at the end of their career. So they, those were the guys I kind of talked to about, you know, life and, you know, keeping confidence while I'm not playing. So now when guys come to me and ask me things like that, it's kind of tough because like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm still playing major minutes. I still right. play 30 minutes a game, you know? Right, so right, it's right. like, I'm tired. I'm still, I'm still, <laughs> no, it's almost a selfish thing. I'm still like, I, I got to focus on, you know, what I'm doing. Yeah, on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know who was talking about that? That's what that's what Draymond went through last year. Now they got Andre Iguodala, right? Yeah. And, you know, and Steph. But last year, it was they were the oldest dudes on the team and the stars. It was like, yo, that's a, basically a second yeah. job. No, it, it, it is. <laughs> right. And that's what, I was, that's what I was alluding to. Is it kind of puts you in a weird, weird position. It's like I'm one of the oldest dudes on the team, but I'm not that old. And I'm, you know, one of the main guys. So it's like... I got to focus on being ready to to play these guys, but at the same time, it is my job to still mentor these young guys. So the last two, the first two years of it, it was kind of difficult for me and strange, but I'm kind of you know getting the hang of it and you know growing into it. Man, does it does it does it help when you you had to scrap for everything you've gotten, man? I mean, you have worked for all that you've gotten in this league and in this and in this game. And I just wonder, like you've you've seen it all. Like you were the you you were coming out the top recruit when you were in high school. Like you were the one and done, you know, top five recruit. You got all the, all that attention. Then you had to really work your way into the league, work for every contract you got. I just wonder if that kind of perspective helps you when when guys come to you and say, "Yo, I don't I don't understand what's happening to me. I don't understand why I'm not playing. I don't understand why coaches on me. I don't understand." Or anything that's going on on or off the court. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. Like you said, um, I've kind of seen almost every role in in, in basketball, uh, even getting all the way up to the NBA. Besides being, you know, a superstar and an all star, um, like you said, I've been a guy that you know came out of high school, highly recruited, a top five player in the country. Um, only went to school two years. Um, then I seen the other side of getting drafted second round having to earn even a guaranteed contract, um, not playing to, 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 to really not. I always tell kids I didn't skip a step. You know, I, um, I got traded to Denver, got my opportunity, became a role player, became a six-man to a starter. You know, so I tell them, like, I'm one of those guys you can lean on because I didn't skip a step. I know how everyone in this locker room feels besides Nikola Jokic because he's a superstar. <laughs> you know? right, but right. everyone else on the team, <laughs> I know how it feels to ride the bench. I got you, yeah. I know how it feels yeah. to get traded. I know how it feels to be uh, a star in your role. Um, I know how it is to be counted on. So uh, I just try to give all the guys a little bit of my knowledge of, of any role that I ever played in in, in my career. You you know what's funny, Da? Like he, Will talking like he uh, Martin on life, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Well, what the hell is Jeff Green? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we, we call we call Jeff Green up. <laughs> Yeah, you look Jeff Green, a super OG. Super OG. When they they calling me OG, he's super OG. Right, right. (laughs) Hey, you know, Will, I remember uh, the year year you got drafted. I don't think a lot of people know this. This might be one of the greatest second-round stretches of all time. Uh, I I don't know if people really know this, but if you look, 
Jay Crowder, 34, Draymond, 35, Orlando Johnson, uh, Quincy AC, 37, Quincy Miller, Chris Middleton, 39, and then you, 40. I mean, that's some second-round talent. <laughs> what was the draft workouts like? The draft workouts were, I mean, it, it was tough. Like you said, uh, we, we, we actually had a pretty deep draft. People sleep on that draft, but I, I remember going into it, some people were calling it weak, but it actually turned out to be a, a pretty good draft. I mean, starting at the top with, you know, of course, A.D., uh, Dane, uh, Brad, Bradley Bill, um, yeah. So we, we, we got some superstars out of that, and we got some, like you said, some pretty good, some pretty good role players out of it. You know, Draymond's second rounder, and he's probably he has a good chance of maybe one day being a Hall of Famer with 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 his resume and accolades. So, um, yep. I just remember that process, man. I probably had about sixteen workouts just because my range was so wide. We didn't know if I I was slated to go anywhere from. T- from about 18 to to the uh, early second round. So uh, it was a long process. A lot of guys that were real good and talented. And, you know, every workout was a dogfight because we, we are fighting for position, jockeying for position to, you know, get drafted as early as possible. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Dude, why, I, no, why did you let cameras see, be with you on draft night? I don't understand. You said, like, why did I what? <laughs> the, why did you let cameras stick with you on draft night? That's like the most stressful night of your life. Hey, like, PA, <laughs> look, man, I'm from the hood. I don't know no I, listen, right. I don't know no better. I've never had no one in my family experience nothing like this. I, right. You know, I, I don't know. I was getting great. I was getting great feedback. Uh, I remember the, yeah. the day before the draft. Um, the Bulls had reached out to me and was like, man, the, I, I'll never forget this. They had the 29th pick. I remember they called me and my agent and was like, man, um, you know, we really, we love Will. Um, if he's at the 29th pick, we're taking him for sure. We don't even think he's going to be there. We might try to move up to get him. So I'm like, cool. And I had some other teams that I knew had high interest in me from about 17 to about that range. So yeah. I'm going to the draft feeling good. I'm like, man, I can go anywhere probably from about 18 but I know I'm not slipping past the Bulls at 29. Right, right, so, right. You know, right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm rocking and rolling. And I'm I'm looking at the picks to get to about 18, 17. So I'm excited. I'm like, okay, you know, I can go to this team. I can go to that team. But I know, you know, it get to that Bulls at 29. I'm like, at least I know that's where I'm going. So it's going, it's going, it's going. Get to 29. I'm like, here we go. And they called someone else, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Right. Who was it? It was a what, what, who was it? It was was it Teague? They drafted Marcus Teague. Yep, Marcus Teague. Yeah, because Azili was next. Festus Azili went yep. next, and right, I remember right, Marcus right. Teague. Right, yeah, that's right. 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 Yep. right. Oh my god, dude! It was so painful, and then. When the camera follows you down the hallway, and I'm like, "Leave him alone, man! Yeah. Leave him alone!" Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, hey, yeah, it wasn't scripted, baby. It was, right. Once it got and to, that was real reality TV. Once it, yeah. got, once it got to once it got to twenty nine, and I didn't get picked. Everything you saw was I had no idea what was happening. Oh my! I didn't right. even know he was following oh, with me. I was just so right. Is that right? I, I mean, you got to understand. I was just so 
messed up in the head. I just walked out the room. Right. I didn't know, dude. I didn't know what was going on. Dude, I'm Joe Journalism, and I'm saying, leave that boy alone. Yeah. <laughs> Get that camera off him, man. Hey, man, it was, it, it, was, it, was, it was heartbreaking at the moment, man. I was sick to yeah. the stomach. Oh, man. But shit, it's worked out. Like I said, you, you've you earned that shit. Yeah. It's, it's, when, you, uh, when you look at your career, like especially since you've essentially been in different eras of basketball, uh, now, if you were drafted now, feels like what you do, would be more valued. Is that is that an accurate assessment? Uh, like you a natural bucket getter. I think getter. about it all the time, <laughs> especially the way the game has gone now. There's more positionless uh, because yeah. at the time when I was coming out, people would, you know, they didn't know. That it, it, well, is he a two guard? He doesn't shoot the ball good enough because at that time I didn't really shoot the three well. Um, he's too small for the three, so it was kind of like he's good, but we don't know what position is he. And at that time, when I first came to league, it was all about position. It was all about potential yeah. at your position and and those things. So now, oh man, I'd probably be a, a for sure a lottery pick if I came out <laughs> <laughs> came out in this era. Right. But you know, it is what it is. Man, I I've talked to to B Shaw so many times about about his time in Denver, and you were there really at the beginning of all of that, man. And I I just can't imagine what it's like for you to have seen where they were when you got there and where y'all are now. That that has to be like it blows my mind because yeah. it was as bad as it could be yeah. in the NBA, <laughs> yeah. and now y'all are one of the best teams in the NBA. And I just wonder, like, what do you, what do you, how do you process that, man? Um, I took a lot of pride in that, man. Uh, like you said, when I first got here, I mean, I, I used to joke. Me and Gary Harris used to joke all the time. I had more people at my draft workout than we had at games. So, <laughs> you know, to see to see that turnaround, I mean, it's crazy. And it's, it's something, if you're a competitor, if you're a true competitor, you always want to be a part of something like that. And that's the reason, you know, that's that, that was always played a part in my free agency or why I stayed twice. Because I always wanted to see it through and see how far we could actually, you know, take it, especially as long as I'm a, a, a main part of the core. So, and, I, and to this day, we're still trying to see how far we could take it. I think we're talented enough to compete and win a championship as long as we're healthy. So, um, it, it's definitely satisfying and it has a lot of gratitude just seeing something literally come from the bottom, the little, the bottom, bottom, being a joke, no one taking the series, no one coming to games, and to now, you know, we're a, a strong contender. How, how do you feel about where you guys are now. Cause on one hand, it's like, we know you're not a 500 team. Yeah. Like we've seen the right. peak of this team. Like we've seen you be a problem, right? Especially when you get Jamal in there. Right. right? Uh, but also that's kind of impressive to be, <laughs> to be two games over 500 at this point, considering what y'all have been through. Right. Like how, how do you guys view it in the locker room? Um, you know, we competitive, so we, we know we're better than, a, um, two games over 500 team. um, and, and we got, we still have a lot of good talent, so we're never satisfied. But at the same time, we have conversations. I know me and Aaron Gore have conversations about, you know, it's just a weird season. You know, we we came into it knowing um, Jamal wasn't going to be there. Then Mike goes down, what, the first month of the season. Um, yeah. You never know who's playing because of COVID. <laughs> so it's like it, it's a weird season. And for us to still be where we're at, you know, it, it, it's a testament of our hard work. And you got to understand, we haven't even 
uh, out of all the teams in, the, in that playoff hunt right now, we haven't even really put together a, a, a long winning streak. So right. well, well, we just keep telling ourselves, all we got to do is keep weathering the storm, keep weathering the storm. And we go on a, one, of the, one of those win streaks that we usually do. You know, we're a top three, top four seed if we can pull that together. Because, like I said, I don't even think this season we've been we've won over four games in a row. We, you know, we win one, lose one, win two, yeah. lose one, win two, Y'all lose two. Five straight is your longest winning streak. Yeah, and that was early. But that was early. Season. Exactly. Yeah, that was early. So it's yeah. like, you know, I just keep trying to tell the guy, hey, man, let's just keep competing. You know, we're under man. It's a weird season. But let's just keep competing. Try to put a, a long string of wins together. And boom, now we go from a six seed to maybe a three, four. We're right in that mix. So uh, yeah. we, we just try to stay positive no matter what. Right? We're going to keep fighting. What is it like to during this last stretch where there's literally dudes walking in the locker room saying, "Hey, I, I play for y'all now," and you don't know? I mean, they just came literally off the street, wherever you know. Like, what is that? I mean, how do you how do you try to even plan any chemistry or anything? How do you play with a guy you've never played with before? It's like you said, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Sometimes coming in shoot around, you might got four or five guys that you not only you never met, I've never even seen play. Like, period. I have no mm-hmm. idea who this guy is, um, what he does, or nothing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm grateful and thankful for those guys because they're kind of saving the season right now. And most of the guys right. that come up are real good dudes, man, and they're just trying to come in and do their job and help the team no matter, you know, what their role is. And and I can always respect that. Like you said, I mean, I come from the trenches. I seen the bottoms of the bottoms and lows of the lows and just keep climbing. So I have empathy for those guys, and I wish them the best. And, with their career and in life period. So um very grateful for those guys, man. Definitely. But it's definitely tough on the court, like you said, with no chemistry. And some of these guys might literally be in rotation that night. So it's like, yeah. it's tough. Do, do you look at Bones like, yo, this is a guy after my own heart right here. Oh, <laughs> this dude. Listen, you know, I knew, I knew Bones since he was in high school, though. So. Oh, word, yeah, word. Know, nice. Bones came to my camp. And, like, when he was in either 10th, I want to say 10th grade or 11th grade when I first met Bones, then I have my youth basketball team that plays on the Under Armour circuit for AU, which is the same circuit he played on. So I've been knowing Bones. we actually been in contact. We, we've had each other. Number. We've talked since he's literally been in high school. Like, before he committed to VCU, we, we've had conversations. He always looked up to me as a big brother and a, and a mentor. And obviously, we have a lot of similarities in our game and, and things like that. So it was just crazy. Once he got once he got drafted, by, I was like, oh, we got a hooper, a, a real hooper. And um, yeah. a guy that, a, another guy I like because his background story is similar to mine. I know he comes from, you know, the trenches. I know he comes from the inner city. Out the mud. Yeah, he huh? literally yeah. got out the mud. I mean, he's been through some stuff. So it's always, you know, love and respect between us two. Man, what he's I got mean, the coldest nickname in the game too. Bones. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy, you can't be soft with a name like Bones. No, 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 no. no sir. Man, you mentioned you mentioned. I mean, look, you. you I, I can't. I'm from DC. You came from Baltimore. Um, similar, I think. Similar types of cities in terms of you know, it, it's harder. It, it's very hard to come from to get out of certain certain circumstances that you're in. And I wonder what 
what grinding on a daily basis was like for you as a young man, knowing you had talent, knowing you had skill, and knowing that, you know, I have a chance, yeah. you know, if things go right. And just kind of like who helped you kind of – who helped guide you through those years? Who helped guide you to get to the point where you could get to Memphis? And then, you know, everybody sees it. Everybody, It's obvious once you get to high school and once you get to college. Man, I tell people all the time, D.A., really, I'm just – I'm just blessed, man. Well, when I think about it, just to even have a, a vision and a dream. Um, yeah. I tell people all the time, the neighborhoods I grew up in, man, is drug dealers, killers, like literally. Like my one of my mm-hmm. high school coaches will tell you, when he came to pick me up, it was like, uh, <laughs> it was something he never seen before. And my love for basketball, and I was thinking that I was going to the NBA. Now when I like think back on it, is the reason I never thought I was in such a bad place because I was always mm. thinking about my future in yeah, yeah. yeah. basketball. But when I really think about it, I was no different from that kid that's living next door to me that's selling drugs. The only difference was God blessed me with a vision, not just a talent, but with a vision. Because we all got talent, but if you don't have a right. vision and you can't dream it and you don't have no hope, then you know when it coming from our environments, you know what's next for you. And and that's what I take pride in, man. Not just the talent, but just having a a, a passion and a dream and a vision for something that, you know, just just kept me away from where I really was. Like, where I grew up at was bad as hell, but I never even thought about it that way because I was too focused on basketball. Like, I was always just playing basketball. And most of the time, you know, people respected what I was doing and just let me be. But everything was right there. Like I said, it's people that was I was close close friends with dead, murderers in jail, all kinds of stuff. So it's like I just was blessed with uh, 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 with hope, basically. And they and they didn't have none. And you know where we come from. If you don't have no hope, it's over with for you. Right. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash. Or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant. Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is meme mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. It's wild how that's that's like 
a story across USA. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we had, that's the same. That's the story of East Oakland, story of DC, right? Absolutely. Chicago. And it's weird because I don't know where my hope came from either. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's just, it's, just a, it's, it's just a blessing, man. I'm telling you, it comes from nowhere. Like I said, I, I'm no different from that kid that, that that was living next door to me, or that I was going to school with, or that I was hanging with. It just, it, like I said, it just. It, I don't even know where it came from. I tell people that all the time. It's just, it's just a blessing, man. Yeah, I, I like how you know, you know, like you are, you know, still connected with your community. You know, I think I think you link with Ed Reed. You know, doing work in in the community. Yeah. You know, obviously Carmelo. What's what's Baltimore like uh, after what it's been through? After what this nation has been through? And how important is it for guys like you to? To keep that that flag planted at home, man. I, to be honest with you, I think it might be worse. It, it might be worse. I know murders is, is, is at an all time high. Um, you know, drugs is at an all time high. Cause like I said, they they saying now you're saying you're saying so much stuff. It's so graphic now, where they're not even hiding some of the stuff. They're not even hiding racism. They're not even hiding deaths. So it's like kids growing up in the area. They like they don't even. They don't even give a fuck. It's like, what am I, you know, what, what is my purpose to try to do right? It's, it's, it's almost like they don't care. So that's why anytime I can go home and, and, and give them any kind of hope, I try to do it. Because you got to look, at, when you come from the inner city, right, The most of the time you see success, what, on a TV. That right. shit don't seem real to you. The only other success you see is a drug dealer or something. So that's what you... Yeah, it's the criminal That's, stuff, that's what yeah. you're going to want to be. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what's in front that's of you. That's what's right? in front of you. So I, anytime I come home, it's not even about camps or about anything. I, my backpack giveaways or things I do of that nature. The money I spend, really the time. When I go home sometimes, I just kick it with, with, with yeah. kids in their hood and they'll tell you. I pull up and just chill with them and talk to them and, and just let them know that this shit is real, that it is attainable. Because I know they feel like it's, it's, it's fake because they only seeing it on TV. Did did was Carmelo somebody that gave you that kind of like lifeline? Like he did it, he got out. I can do the same thing. Oh uh, yeah, of course, of course. Anytime you see, you know, he, I mean, he was a huge star, especially once he once he did what he did at Syracuse, that one and done shit, right? And won, yeah, it, yeah. And won it all. I mean, I think I, I would be allowed to say every kid in Baltimore didn't want to be mellow. He gave us all hope, especially if you were a basketball player or athlete, because we knew where he came from. I mean, it ain't no secret he came from the trenches just like me. So when, yeah, when I yeah. seen that happen, I was like, okay, if if I do things, if I do it the right way, I can I can yeah. I can do this. So he definitely, you know, was one of those flagships. For us. Do be more guys hate? The Wire, or do y'all like that the show put y'all on the map? I mean, I like the show, period. I mean, the show, it's just a good show. I mean, I wouldn't say we hate it. We probably hate that anytime we're out of town, so that's the first thing I'm asking <laughs> about. But right. I, mean, I mean, the show is the show is real. We lived it, so I mean, some of it is not even as graphic as real life is, but no, we don't hate it. We love the show. It was a, it was a great show. We're proud to have one of the greatest shows ever, you know, be based on you know, our city. But like I said, the only thing we hate is that any anytime I go somewhere to this day, if someone don't know me and I'm out of town and they know I'm from Baltimore, the first thing they say, man, man, how, 
uh, is the wire real? <laughs> like, they just want to know. That's what I've been thinking. Oh, yeah, he's so intrigued by his face. <laughs> right, right. Man, hey, I wanted to ask you about, about playing with Jokic because, I, I, look, everybody's, everybody's a genius after somebody becomes a superstar. Ain't no way in hell nobody thought this guy was going to become a superstar. When did you see when did you see something in him that made you go, oh, shit? You know, the crazy thing, he, he had another one. He, he really never skipped any steps. Like, he yeah. got drafted late. I remember seeing him for the first time in uh summer league because my I had my uh had my brother playing on on mm-hmm. on our summer league team. So I went down there and checked right. him out. And I seen him playing summer league and they was telling me he was one of the guys that was coming over for the season. And, you know, at first you know, he was kinda out of shape, his body didn't look the best. So you kinda <laughs> looking at him like, you know, what does he really do? I, yeah. I seen him play a little bit, I seen he had a little skill, like he all right, but I, I mean, I didn't think nothing of him. And then we got the training camp. It was like, you know, he, he kind of he, he could play a little bit. I still don't, you know, it was like it was it was like a progress. Like I still didn't know how good he was. Then all our bigs right. got hurt, and he was forced to play. Right. And from the first game, you just seen him. I think he had like close to a triple double. And I was like, damn, it, he might be all right. <laughs> and he kept doing it game at the game at the game. And I was like, this motherfucker might can be a starter in the league. And he came back the second year he started. And then I was like, he might can be an all-star. Right. And then right. he was an all-star. And I was like, he might can be, you know, the best player in the league. And I think he's Damn. I think he's right there in that in that category where, you know, you can't mention five players and, and not mention, you know, yo. No. Yo, you a guy who like when you get rolling is curtains, right? Like you know the feeling of yeah. uh, all right, I'm on, it's over. Yeah. What is it like watching this dude? I promise you, sometimes this dude does not touch the rim. That is crazy. Like he'll have five people in front of him, and it's like he's shooting this weird. He shoot like he is seventy five year old dude playing with his grandkids. That old school over the head shot, and that joker do not touch the rim. No. It's got to be wild in, in person. No, listen, man. He got the. He got. He probably got the best touch that I ever seen, up close and personal. I mean, he makes floaters, runners, like you said, jumper barely when he shoots it. Really on touch rim, and when he gets rolling, he gets rolling. And to see like him in the lead, I mean, he's one of the best bigs, like I said, I ever seen. Probably him, uh, and B, Cousins, Lamarcus Aldrich. I mean, AD. They probably the best bigs that you know I've I've played against or played with. So it, it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy. I'm- I had never seen a big man make passes like this dude. This dude is unbelievable. <laughs> no, he's different. His passing is crazy. His passing is crazy. I mean, vision, like, I don't even know what he's looking at. And the ball, sometimes, you know, like, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes he throw you open. He throw you open. Like, he, he almost like a quarterback. Right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers out here, huh? Right? That's, That's unbelievable. Man, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Hey, can we claim you on the West? You done been in Portland. <laughs> Denver, you ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you one of us. We, we, you a West Sider now, right? You like pop, pop started. You, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm, I'm from the East Side for life, but you know, no, I, you love the go, West. Though. Tell him, the West. Tell him, bro. I definitely got love for y'all. Nah, West, you, and you turned out on the West. We got tell you. Four one zero. Tell him, bro. Four one zero for life. You know that, yeah. You know that. I can't. I can never go against that. 
Hell no. Hell no. It's cool. <laughs> I know where you're going to spend the rest of your days. <laughs> in Miami? <laughs> right, right. Facts. Facts. I ain't mad at you, yeah, Facts, yeah. Smart move, baby. <laughs> I am not mad at you, cuz. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Man, so uh, look, let me get you out on this. I always, I always like, people always ask me, like, who's the, who's the bucket in the league? Who's the bucket getter in the league? And you always at the top of the list. I got some other guys that I have at the top of the list. I want to hear... Your bucket getter list. Who would have got besides yourself now? Who's just a bucket in this league? Man, uh, number one, I gotta, I gotta go with Kyrie. Yeah. I think, I think okay. Kyrie. I think him. I don't even think he gets enough credit for really He's for how good he is. He's I tell people that all the time. Da, <laughs> I, I, He's because you, you, you know, you. You don't play in the NBA, but you're a part of our culture. I mean, you come the game so long that your knowledge is crazy. But when you tell people that's not a part of this, that they kind of look at me crazy. Like I tell people, like Kyrie, throw away accolades, resume. I say if you just roll the ball out there, and I ain't talking about no mm-hmm. systems or nothing like that. We just hooping, hooping. Yeah, you might be the most talented point guard I've ever seen. Just Yo, nuts. different. You can't, but, but I was. You know, it's crazy. It's all improv. Like it's all free. He like a freestyle rapper out no, there. I'm like, telling it's no, crazy. No weaknesses in this offensive game. None. 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 I agree. I would say him though. <laughs> I would say him. Yeah. Uh, Katie, of course. I mean, I, you can't. Yeah. You can't. I'm trying to go somewhere where you know it's not as mainstream. I'm trying to think. Um, to me, that to me, another, a guy that doesn't get the attention is Terrence Ross. That dude yeah, is bucket. a straight you know, up man, bucket. Ross came out of high school together too, so yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> T. T. Ross definitely is one of them guys. He and he heat up quick too. 
Oh, Lord. He, he, and when he hot, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's over with. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's over with. That's, that dude in, I'm oh, trying to uh, think. Hey, but, but, Will, you know what it is, though, right? That's kind of a lost art. Like, everybody's shooting threes, and, you right. know, every the game is so regimented. Like, it's t- even with all the space, you don't have a, n- a lot of guys who could just like, yo, I'm about to go get a bucket. Nah. That's the kind of a lost art. It, no, it is. It is. But I, I feel like those are the, the teams that are winning the championships. The, uh, they got yeah. guys that can get buckets. I, I even tell people when the Raptors won it that, yeah, I mean, obviously KD went down. But if you look at that team, it, and, you know, Kawhi get a lot of credit for it, as he should, but, I mean, Fred, Van Fleet was getting buckets in that series. Buckets. Right. <laughs> buckets. He made everything. Uh, he made everything. It was crazy. Lively was getting buckets. Um, uh, uh, Pascal Siak was getting buckets. So I think in today's league, if you don't have multiple guys that can even make plays or get buckets, you're going to come up short. Unless, I mean, it's just a year with a lot of injuries. But if healthy – you got to have multiple, multiple bucket gifts. I mean, even look at the team, look, Utah. They got multiple guys that can just fill it up. Yeah. Mike, Donovan, Mike. Clarkson, Bogey. I mean, you got to have multiple guards that can just go out there and get a bucket, man, because it puts so much pressure on the defense. Right. Yeah, well, Bones gonna be one of them dudes. Watch. Definitely. Oh, dude, Bones gonna be Bones, bro. Listen, like, he it's want, crazy. He one of the ones. He one of the ones. Once he get no, even he more experience, I mean. It's gonna be curtains for a lot of people. Bones special, man. Yeah, no, he no. got it now. Like <laughs> he just no, he do, he got but it I'm, now. I'm saying it's gonna yeah. be on a higher level. You know, you know. Oh yeah, no right question. Now, yeah, up, it's up and downs. You know, rookie year, but when he really learns this game, the nuances of it. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to guard. Yeah, Dude. you getting tired yet? Your back hurting yet? You getting grays? <laughs> I got one gray head, man. You can't see it right now because I didn't grew it out. Right. <laughs> I seen a couple of gray heads. I was telling my homeboys, I said, Yeah, man, it's, they always told me it would go fast. I ain't believe them. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming, bro. Hey, you, about, you about to put in a good 82, too. A good good 82 and like 30 something, 30 plus a game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that, that, I you tell stretching you and everything time, now, huh? That, that'll hurt you, man. The mark we is playing 30 minutes and, and playing the whole season. That, that's a lot of wear and tear on your body, man. Uh, uh, What's oh, crazy dude. is that's what you like. Remember when you were in Portland and it was like, "Yo, man, like, you just like, can I get let, some more run? Let me you go. Let me get a few buckets yeah. and like, sit You couldn't like, wait that, for it. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Now you're like, "Hey, hey, hey! I need a practice day off, man. You stretching? Can't wait for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It go by fast, bro. Yeah. It go by fast. No, it's OG now. It's true. Well, well, man. Thank you so much for joining us, bro. I mean, I just. I love talking to, to guys that have earned it, the guys that have worked their way up and worked through it. And, and like you said, didn't skip any steps, man. And you did it all, did it the right way. And, um, man, best of luck to you. Just stay safe out here, man. This, this, as you know, this thing is crazy out here right now. Yes, sir. Hey, when you done, when you done, you're going to come to Oakland and they're going to be like, man, I hated you. Hey. Like you was all, they ain't even going, you was always They might killing. not let me in the city, man. <laughs> no, when you done, that's what I said. When you done, now, when you done, they're going to be like, man, remember that dude? He used to destroy. He's going to get that honorary pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to give him a free don't give a free cut, you know what I'm saying? Come on, sit down. Sit in the good chair, Appreciate too. You're you, not in the second chair. you be in the good chair. Nah, <laughs> get on over here. I can't stand you. Crazy, man. man. 
Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, you, bro. Thanks yes. for coming through. Yo, thanks Absolutely. for having me, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Of course. Of course, man. Ice ice up, baby. Get the get yes, the sir. ointments. You got a long ride ahead of you. <laughs> hey, man, we got one tomorrow. I'm, I'm, look, you see, I'm still in the gym right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, then you got the playoffs. It's going down oh, this year. Lord, you better be ready. Right. Two more months. Man. Going down, Ooh. man. Lord. All right, dude. Stay safe, bro. All right, now. All right, all right, all right. Man, that oh, was yeah, great. Oh, yeah, be the best, dude. The, oh, dude. The real ones be the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I hate it. Be the absolute best, yeah. Uh, no, I love That's that. That's great. Love that cat. Thank y'all for listening, as always. Uh, leave that five-star review on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you hear this fine, fine American broadcast. Marcus, if it's less than five stars, what them people need to do? They need to keep that hating to themselves. Right? Haters. Right? Award givers. Good to know I'm good. You're good. You've been validated. <laughs>